Life as We Know It with Tom Walton. 52 years ago today, I married the love of my life. Earlier this year, I lost her. I don't know how many more August 28s I have left, but I do know that this date on the calendar will never be the same. Instead of a celebration of a long and mostly happy marriage, it has become a day of sad remembrance, a day of recalling good times and bad, a day of regret for opportunities now gone forever, like yesterday's sunset. There will always be another sunset, of course, but death changes everything in a long marriage. We never really talked about death, at least not in the context of who would go first, but for most couples, I suspect, it's understood, if not verbally stated, that the husband will most likely die first. Actuarial tables confirm it. The expected lifespan of a woman in the United States is about 81 years. For a man, it's about 76 years. That's much better than it was a few generations ago, but women can still anticipate living longer. There's little we can do about our own date with death. We can exercise daily. We can eat all the right foods. We can avoid smoking cigarettes. Yet cancer can still reach out and take us, as the obituaries in the newspaper like to say, much too soon. If we are conditioned as a society to expect a wife to outlive her husband, it's often a jolt to our sensibilities when it occurs the other way around. I'm as guilty as any other guy of assuming I would go first and that my wife, as an especially strong woman, would mourn, get past it, and move on. I know that she would expect the same things of me, but at the risk of sounding sexist, I believe it can be a bit more difficult for a man to be the widowed partner. I certainly acknowledge that I have a wonderful support system, children and grandchildren I love and who love me, as well as a circle of friends I can count on, both male and female. But I find it is not easy to let my guard down and share my emotions and feelings. My wife, on the other hand, would have had no such trouble opening up to family and friends, and it would have been a source of great comfort to her. I'm told by other men who've gone through this that there truly will come a day when the tiny light at the far end of the tunnel will get a little larger, and that this new chapter in my life, this new normal, will feel okay. I got a hint of what that could be like recently when I took a short five-day vacation with my daughter and her family. They live in Alabama, but we met in Atlanta, and we did all the tourist things Atlanta offers. We visited the Coca-Cola Museum, the Georgia Aquarium, the College Football Hall of Fame, Martin Luther King's childhood home, and the house where Margaret Mitchell wrote Gone with the Wind. For the first time since my wife's death, I was enjoying myself. She was never out of mind, but the busy schedule put together by my daughter achieved its purpose, to keep me occupied and, and a little less lonely. Even so, when it was time to fly home, I was glad to get back to our house, back to her wardrobe closet, her sewing room, her arts and crafts workshop. I think what that is telling me is that the pain of her absence is a necessary part of healing. I know that it will take some time. She helped shape the person I became. And that is something you hold close to your heart. I reflect on all that on this August 28, 52 years after we exchanged our vows. And perhaps on some level, it is a happy anniversary after all. Life as We Know It is written and hosted by Tom Walton and is a production of WGTE Public Media. Life as We Know It with Tom Walton can be heard on WGTE FM 91 every Monday afternoon during All Things Considered at 5.44 p.m. Or hear past episodes at wgte.org life.